Welcome back to the Fit Dad Club podcast. I'm here with myself, Travis Jones, and Jason Barrett. Jace, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing better than I was yesterday, and <laughs> yesterday was better than the day before. Uh, it's the uh, the nature of the beast, uh, the road to recovery after little lumbar tweaks, which which happen, which happen on the journey. But uh, you can't let them get you down, uh, except for when they physically make you have to lie down. But that's that's the only time it's acceptable. Jace, <laughs> uh, who's back, everyone last week for those who don't know, um, and he is slowly rehabbing that. Um, but he will still be running and still be training. But it's just a adjusting his training and plan um, yes. around his back issues. Yeah, and that's and that's it. And that's the biggest thing I think with a lot of guys that I speak to that that have injuries and that kind of stuff. It is just about managing. Like I've spoken multiple times about a client of mine who's you know got one leg and all he can do is well basically all he can do is walk he has his uh, physical therapy a couple times a week and you know he's been he's been losing weight he's been getting fitter because again for a lot of results dieting is the main part now mm. i can't train with the intensity to bulk so guess what i've stopped eating bulking calories that's, uh, that's just, yeah i've learned this trick multiple times before it's yeah you, you don't you don't bulk calories when you can't bulk train so um yeah the the big thing for me is just going to be running um uh, then you know isolation work calf work just to you know grow my calves to be half the size of Trabs and i'll be happy and then uh and then grow the upper body and then, but it, it, again it is it is all about perspective it's like yes there was probably about two days there where i felt like shit and i couldn't move and um my and like it was just like seizing up and grabbing and uh it was basically like contractions um if you're listening in the car with your wife she probably just snorted <laughs> and rolled her eyes yep. um that's all right that's probably fair uh that's the only comparison i had to make but then after that it's like all right well that's the way that it is now we just adjust and we move on you give yourself that time to to process and deal with what happened it's like oh if only i went back in time and didn't didn't you know do this thing it's like well fucking if you couldn't go back in time do more important things with going back in time <laughs> <laughs> i'd buy the winning lotto ticket and take the back pain i'll fucking yeah. I'll deal with it all right yeah. oh shit um yeah. okay well today hey. today we're going to talk about the six reasons why you fail with long-term body transformation i think it's such an important thing because I think anyone out there, anyone out there at all, has tried to lose weight before. And they might not have done it successfully. 90% of people haven't done it successfully. 90% of people who lose weight gain it back within three years. And that's the cycle continues again and again and again. Um, and it's in the high 90 percentages of the percentage of diets that uh, fail. So uh, what we want to try and nail down the six top reasons why you failed to keep the weight off, stay athletic, and be strong as a fit dad um, so you cannot fall prey to these failures or misguidances again. So I think we're just going to get straight into it today, guys. We're going to go through the six. Um, you know, Each of them are just as important as the next. So make sure you tune in, make sure you listen, because I don't want you to fall for these because if you do, you're just going to keep going through the same merry-go-round again and again and never losing the weight and you'll be oh i've got a slow metabolism big bone my wife feeds me too much or whatever excuse you want to make but reality you probably fall prey to one of these six the first one is you followed a fad diet and it's as simple as this right you know you followed a fad diet you know in you know you never learned the principles of weight loss and all you did was insert you know fad diet here which uh, and gives you poor nutrition choices. Keto, carnivore, 
intermittent fasting, 5-2, low-carb, South Beach. Um, I don't care what you're doing. The South Beach low-carb carnival, I don't know how they all work. Um, vegan carnival. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. Vegan. People go Water. vegetarian for help for losing weight. It's like, why? Um, so uh, you've done a diet, and what you've done is it, it's there's the method, and we've talked about this again, that there's methods in these principles. There's a method to achieve the principle. The principle of, of weight loss is a calorie deficit. You consume less calories than you burn and you will lose weight. Now, we want to lose fat, not weight, and we can get into that more. But when, when we understand if you consume less calories than you burn, then you will lose weight. Now, how a low carb does that by cutting out carbohydrates, okay? You take cut out a, a third of the macronutrients that someone's allowed to eat, it pushes them into a calorie deficit. Same as carnival, you literally cut out, you know, all carbs and you cut out a bunch of, you know, everything except meat. <laughs> okay, push you into a calorie deficit. Um, this is the same as, you know, if we're going vegetarian, you're cutting out a bunch of um, fatty foods. If we're going, you know, if we're going low carb, if we're going high protein, if we're going keto, all you're doing is you're cutting out specific things, which shifts you into the principle, which is the calorie deficit. If you're going intermittent fasting, if you're doing the 5-2, well, intermittent fasting will be, you know, giving you a time-restricted feeding window, which then gives you less time to eat calories, which pushes you into a calorie deficit. The 5-2 diet, which is like 800 calories for two days of the week, it pushes your weekly calories into the calorie deficit. All of these diets adhere to the same principle because if they didn't, they wouldn't work. Okay, that's just how diets work with a calorie deficit. So the problem is the fad diet, it was not sustainable long-term. No one wants to not eat pizza and burgers for the rest of their life. So low carb is not going to work, right? You know, no one wants to eat like fatty food keto all day long. I would also you know, say most people don't want to go vegetarian for most of their life. You know, the percentage of vegetarians who turn back to eating meat is larger than percentage of vegetarians who stay vegetarian. It's actually quite interesting. Um, but if you're going on a diet that isn't sustainable, then you will go back to your old behaviors because you never actually changed your behaviors. What you did is you put a blanket over your behaviors for a certain period of time. You never learned increase your nutrition IQ. You followed a crappy ass meal plan. So you never actually learned, you know, calories or food or what it's all about. And you're going to be eating for the rest of your life. So I would hundred percent say you should learn about this. Um, and because of this, you lost the weight, you then defaulted back to your old behaviors, or even it was too hard, so you defaulted back to your old behaviors, then you put all the weight back on. So that is why following fad diets or just blanket meal plans simply don't work and is one of the, it is the top reason why your body transformation did not uh, work long term. Yeah, because then you, all you have is an A and B mindset. A, I'm on a diet and that requires restriction or it, and, or you become a uh, like a martyr of the method, uh, which is, oh, it has to be keto. Keto is the only thing that worked for me. Yeah, because every other thing you tried, you just kept eating fucking pasta and keto told you just, you're not allowed pasta. Oh, keto is magic. No, that's not the fucking case, right? You just pulled, you, you, you just ate a lot of fucking pasta, bro. Uh, it's a lot easier to eat a lot of pasta than it is to eat a lot of ribeyes, that's for sure. Uh, you, you get sick after a while. Um, but uh, that the, the idea of you know fad diets and these these temporary fixes, like yeah, it puts you into A or B. I mean, they're eating 
the way that my default, right? Or my design. Um, you might hear Imogen. She's uh, she's sick of fad diets. Honestly, um, <laughs> she's sick of fed being fed diets. Yeah. That's what she. She just wants to eat the random shit we find on the floor. Uh, that's also another way to lose weight, right? You just just eat whatever's on. Anything you can only eat what's on the floor. Um, but it puts you in this mindset of A or B. Either my default, which has been just the way I. Oh, I don't know. This is the way I learned from my parents or from the. Uh, pretty sure that the nutrition pyramid from school told me that I should eat mostly grains and fruits and veg and stuff. I'm fucking mean. Look. Even if you follow that, you probably still don't listen to that shit because KFC is not a fucking grain. It's not a fruit or veg. Right? Chicken doesn't grow on trees. So you, you go into this A or B mindset and uh, it, it kind of leads me into, um, in my opinion, it leads into sort of number two where it's you try to do a challenge or you try to lose weight for a set period of time. It's like, I'm doing this for this many weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks. You didn't try and change your life. You didn't actually address the root cause. You didn't address the... The, the real issue for yourself, which is the fact that you're eating shit. You don't know much about food. Um, and then you're just like, all right, I'm just going to do this 16, this temporary challenge. And that's what I'm going to do. And that's it, right? Oh, right, cool. After the end of the 16 weeks, I'll be shredded, right? But you didn't actually look to, as Trav said, address any of the uh, the skeletons in the closet or any of the, the shit that you've piled in the corner when the guests come over and you put it all in the guest room and you put the blanket over the top of it so your house looks neat. That's what you're doing with your mind. That's what you're doing with your nutrition and your habits. And as a result, you don't actually change any of the shit that actually affects change long-term. Like if you become a different person who's like, you know what, I stop eating cheerios for breakfast and i start eating greek yogurt and berries and protein for breakfast and that is a lifestyle change like if you if that is something if you're out there and that is a change that you make you will see some fucking positive health benefits yeah like 100 percent. especially if you get one of those big ass bowls of cereal right we just scale down the bowl put some yogurt berries and protein powder in there you will notice a fucking difference that is for sure but that comes from wanting to do a lifestyle change and wanting to change your habits deep down and actually become a different person rather than I'm just going to do this for 16 weeks and then hopefully I keep the abs this time if you even get there. Dude, 100%. I think the biggest thing when we're looking at the fad diet side of things, um, because people get results, right? Of course they do. They don't realize they get the results because of the calorie deficit. They think they got the results because of the fad diet. And again, we talk to so many dads out there. And I talk to people I have, obviously, for over 20 years on this whole concept. Um, so with this, they say, well, carbs make me fat. Um, or I'm not carb tolerant. Okay. Now the problem is, it's <laughs> we don't tolerate intolerance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't tolerate your bullshit. Um, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm idiot intolerant. So, um, so when we look at this, what you have to understand is, no carbs don't make you fat. Okay, and no, you aren't carb intolerant. What happens is you actually follow your diet. Okay, you you, you follow the diet, but because you cut the carbs out you followed a calorie deficit because it was you know simple for you to do and then you lost weight it's not the carbs that were making you lose gain weight or lose weight it was the fact that you were eating in a calorie surplus okay now cutting carbohydrates just allows you to be in a calorie deficit so it's not carbs that make you gain weight or carbs that made you lose weight it's the calorie deficit that made you lose weight but people don't understand this so they start creating these beliefs they become dogmatic um and they go, no carbs, you make you fat. And then, you know, we end up having these Chinese whispers around the campfire and, you know, people just say you have to eat clean. You have to have low carbs. And in reality is no, you don't. You just have to track your food. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like saying buying Nike $300 runners, right. You know, makes you broke. 
Well, it doesn't. Okay, if that's <laughs> but 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 if does it, you does it make you a good runner though? That's yeah, right. exactly, hundred percent. I was like, but if if we look at one thing, well, it depends. Did you save for them? Okay, how much of your budget did you spend on them? You know, if you only made four hundred dollars a week and they were three hundred dollars and you bought them every week, yeah, hundred percent, they'd make you go broke and in debt. <laughs> so I, I think all all we're looking at is you know you have to have the context to understand the reality of the circumstance. Now, carbs can make you fat because carbohydrates are a vehicle for higher caloric foods. Normally, a peat and, and hyper palatable foods, okay? So if we're looking at a pizza with cheese and sauce and meat and, meat and pepperoni, and mate, it just makes me wanna eat one right now. But it's like lots of calories, vehicle is the bread that is the pizza. Looking at a burger. I'm just getting a spoon. <laughs> yeah. Like a bowl of. Shit. I, I, actually, I did that. I'm pretty sure I did that a couple of weeks ago where I made a pizza bowl, and it was, but it had mints and veggies in it too. But yeah, imagine it's just getting good. a spoon. Yeah. Going into a fucking thing of cheese and pepperoni. Yeah. Like, that would still be delicious. But it's yeah. Like it's not the same, mate. Ugh. Yeah, I can't do it. And I, I need my vehicle, right? Um, my vehicle is the carbohydrates. Same as the vehicle for. Um, but dude, we're looking at high carb pasta. If you put bolognese on some broccoli, okay, which I've done in the past, you know, you can you can do it um, and you're going low carb, but the amount of calories shrinks so much because you're not going to eat that much broccoli, right? Hmm. Um, and you can't, don't even want to keep eating it because it just doesn't taste like pasta because it's fucking broccoli. Uh, so, so you just stop. Um, so Sorry, because- no, I'll put this down. It's done. Yeah, because you know when we're looking at we've got fats with the cheese, we've got protein, we've got carbohydrates becomes hyperpalatable as well. So, but if you're like more so looking at a burger, double meat patty, double cheese, you got this bacon slathered in there with a bread. The bread, right, is there. I'm not having a double bacon, double beef patty, double cheese in a fucking lettuce. Okay, I'm just not wrapping. That's not a burger, guys. You can't tell me that's a burger. Um, and you know, if it's that big and it's wrapped in lettuce, you can't even hold it. So you're just going to have a salad. Okay, yeah. so what's going to be lower in calories? The salad. So uh, all I'm saying, guys, is I'm driving home this point that no, carbs aren't bad. If we're tracking our food, okay, okay. Well, if I understand that this grilled burger, which is a mustard and pickle, is 536 calories and 48 grams of protein. Okay, I'll track that. I'll fit that into my day. The problem is people don't track that. So then when they do eat that, they feel like they're going off their diet. They have an all or nothing mindset. So they overconsume the chips that go with it, the Coke that goes with the pasta that night and all the rest of it. So all they're doing is have an excess consumption of calories, which is making them not lose weight. So I think the biggest thing is, guys, you need to increase your nutrition IQ. You need to understand what calories are. You need to make sure you're hitting your protein amount. And that is what the truth of it is. Now, Jace did touch on it briefly, the point number two, which is you tried to do a challenge. And we won't go into this too much because it is a little bit similar. But you, you, you signed up for a challenge and you actually never wanted to change your life. Because you signed up, you uh, I want to lose 10 kilos and I'll lose 10 kilos in the next 10 weeks on this 10, 10 week challenge. And I just need to commit for 10 weeks and then I'll lose the weight. And then people also say, oh, I can't commit to the 10 weeks right now because I'm really busy. So I'll kit, commit to the 10 week challenge in like six weeks when life slows down. It's like, dude, it, it, the best time to start you changing all of life is when it's the toughest because that means when it's easier, you're fucking flying. 
right? But the problem is you keep putting it off because you think of it as a 10 week challenge when the reality is like, no, you shouldn't sink piss every day of the week. The reality is you shouldn't go get Chico rolls and sausage rolls every morning from um, the local bakery. The reality is, no, you probably shouldn't have cereal every morning for breakfast. Like you probably shouldn't. Um, you should start more higher protein based breakfast. Um, also, you probably shouldn't be Uber Eats in, you know, every single meal um, to try and, you know, track your food because it's going to be too hard. So you have to go, well, it's not a short term mindset or a quick fix mindset, right? Because normally if you want a quick fix, you're going to lose what you got fast as well. You people who win the lotto lose the money within a couple of years. People who lose the weight like that, they always put it back on because they never change the their identity and they never change their behaviors. Okay. All they did was they slapped on a um a band-aid to literally a life-threatening wound. Oh, I cut myself open. Okay, I'll just put a quick band-aid over that and uh see if sure, that fixes it. It's like, no, you're bleeding out, mate. You're bleeding out in 10 weeks, you're fucking dead. Right. So it's like you it's not a, it's not quick fix time, right? We have 68% of Australians are overweight or obese. A 10-week challenge doesn't fix Australia. It doesn't fix you and it doesn't fix your family's health, right? Lifestyle change is what fixes it, okay? So, you know, <laughs> if, you saw, if you had a fat dog, right, you wouldn't go, you need a 10-week challenge, right? <laughs> You'd go, we need to walk more, you need to eat less, and we need to keep this up. Okay, you just would. You wouldn't try and sign him up to the local twenty-eight day challenge. Um, you wouldn't get him on one of those vibrating plate machines. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't buy him some hydroxy cut or something like that. Whatever they sell these uh, days. That'd, that'd <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He'd be buzzing. So, what the problem is? What you're doing is you're putting this this fixed time frame on achieving a solution, and then you're saying, "I will start." I'll eat healthy between this point and this point, between day one and day 90, between day one and day 60 or 28. And then I'll go back to my old eating. Well, your old eating made you 10, 20, 30 kilos heavier. So if you lose the 10, 20 kilos by following this you know, challenge and then don't maintain those new behaviors, walking 10K steps, tracking calories, training three times a week with a structured program, maybe going up to maintenance calories because you understood what calories are now, then and still tracking it for the next six months whilst you're trying to create a new body fat set point um, because that's another thing you could go into but not right now um, but you don't understand this guys because you need to understand more education around nutrition and you're doing a 28 day challenge or a 10 week challenge isn't going to give you that education so as soon as you stop that challenge you go back to eating like an asshole or like a child not like an adult like we talked about last week and because you start eating like a child again with your chicken palmas and your chicken schnitzels and your chicken kievs and your your chico rolls uh trying to feel as many chicky things in there wow. <laughs> and then you put it all the way back on and you're like, oh, I'll sign up for another 10-week challenge next year. But you're in this constant yo-yo between I need to lose weight and I, I, I need to do another challenge. I need to do another challenge. Rather than doing dieting once, dieting properly, losing the weight, going into maintenance calories, understanding nutrition, still checking in with your weight and your measurements long-term on a weekly basis. And if you deviate past a certain point, you just dial it back in a little bit and you never have to diet again because you understand the principles. And I think this is why a fixed challenge is fine if you're saying, I want this as a kickstart to completely change my life for the rest of my life. 
And that is the only way that a challenge works. It's not like, oh, I want to do this challenge to lose weight so I can go back to being a fat bastard. Um, you might think, oh, of course I don't do that. I don't think like that. It's like, okay, well, in the challenge, if you're only going to have like four or five beers a week, that's what you do from now on, unless it's a special occasion. Right? You know, from now on, that's all you do. If you're only going to have like a burger once a week, I'll only have burgers once a week from now on. But the, like, that's what a healthy person does. I'm just telling you, they're not having burgers every single day. Now, you could fit that into your calories if you wanted to have burgers every day. But no, a healthy person ain't going out there and eating Maccas every single day of their life. And I know there's been studies where a guy lost lots of weight eating McDonald's and his health markers improved. But yep, if you lose 20 kilos, your health markers will improve. Would they have improved even more? If he ate whole foods that weren't Maccas, probably they would have. Um, so let's not go into what you can and what you can't do. Just track your food, make it long-term, not a quick fix. Um, Jace, you want to say anything more about that, mate? No, not really. I think you said it all. Like if you're setting out to uh, just lose weight and not address or fundamentally change, it's like, well, what about afterwards, right? Just have that question in your head. If you haven't thought about what you're going to do after whatever this challenge is, then don't even fucking waste your money on it. Either just continue to sink piss and go the route you're going because it's just going to be a waste of your time and money or say, hang on, I want to make some of these changes for life. What can I do to make more sustainable changes rather than just do a you know quick you know, 1,500 calorie shred, blah, 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 right? fitdashdad.club just go just, <laughs> go, just there. go there and uh, and we'll we'll hook you up um but no and then i think the next one and this is a big one that a lot of guys who, who <laughs> I'll, i'm gonna preface this one jace i wrote like what it, we I, <laughs> I wrote exactly what we wanted to talk about today um and i wrote these six points out me and jace went back and forth and we're like yep these are the points and this is what point three was and i'm gonna read it just how i wrote it you didn't lift weights and you grew a vagina Okay, because <laughs> <and> now, <laughs> so when I'm saying this, guys, it's like, I'm not being derogatory to females. There's a lot of females out there that probably can outlift me, um, but there's probably <laughs> um, less. Uh, so when we're looking at this, it's the fact that uh, <laughs> you need to lift weights. You just have to lift weights. And if you're trying to do a plan to lose weight doing like, some form of Oz style aerobics, like it's not going to happen long-term. If you're trying to just run your way to lose weight, okay, it's it, you lose weight 100%, but you'll lose muscle. And this is the actual problem, okay? Because it's not about weight loss, guys. It's about, it's about losing body fat. No one out there, everyone says, yeah, I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. But in reality, what they mean is they want to lose fat because no one wants to lose half their muscle mass on their body and just be a skinny fat person. Okay. No one wants that. Hey, you look a little bit tubby. Would you like to look a little bit smaller, but still really tubby? No, no one says that. Okay. They say, I want to get toned is the language they use. I just want to lose my gut. So I'm just going to do some running. No, that's not going to lose your gut. That will lose some muscle mass off your legs, off your arms, off your shoulders. And you'll just look a little bit scrawnier, still with a soft midsection and a gut. So <laughs> that's the reality of it. So guys, you have to understand that it's you can't out cardio your body fat. You just can't do it long term right? Your body gets more efficient at running, which is something people don't understand. So if I'm running 10 kilometers and my Garmin says I'm burning 900 calories, right? 
and I keep running 10 kilometers and every single week I run 10 kilometers and in a year's time, I'm like still burning. My Garmin still says 900 calories. You're not burning 900 calories. Okay. You're not because your body is more efficient at the 10 kilometers now. Like it, it just is. So you're not burning the same amount of calories. So you have to start running further and further and further to burn the same amount of calories. So one, it's not time efficient as far as a weight loss perspective. When you're in the gym, you can just keep racking more weight on the bar and lift heavier and heavier. So it's actually more time efficient because as you adapt to the stimulus, which is what your body does to running and lifting, you can just, just keep increasing the weight on the bar to still keep the same amount of time in the gym to as you're getting that progressive overload just doesn't happen with running but you're going to drop muscle mass and fat mass because your body doesn't go oh i'm just going to lose just fat mass when i'm running because it's not creating the stimulus to actually keep muscle mass guys so we diet to lose fat and this is the three things you have to remember guys okay we do three things in this process i diet to lose fat I train to preserve muscle mass. I do cardio for heart health. That's it. That, why are you doing so much running, Trav? I'm doing it for heart health and because I want to run an ultra. Okay, fantastic. Oh, I, I thought you were doing it to lose weight. No, that was that someone done would do that. I don't do it to lose weight. I do it to get faster. I do it so I'm harder to kill. At the end of the day, why do you lift weights and why do you run? Because I'm harder to kill. When the zombies come, I'm going to be the hardest. So when we look at it, I'm going to be the easiest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go to Jace. He's laying on his back. Um, so it's like, <laughs> when you have to look at it, guys, it's like we run not to burn calories. We run to get fit. We run to increase our heart health. We lift weights to gain or preserve muscle mass, depending if you're in calorie surplus or a calorie deficit. And then we diet to lose fat. That's, the, that's, that's how it works. That's as simple as it gets. Anyone tells you different, they're a liar and they're probably trying to sell you a fucking fat diet. Um, so <laughs> it's just, it's no different to that, guys. Um, so I think that's what you have to understand. Um, Jace, chime in. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, just just don't grow the vagina in the first place. Cool. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it, it, it is one of those things. It's like, if you want, if you want to optimize, like, above and beyond everything else, if you say you want to live longer, if you say you want to be there for your kids, uh, if you say you want to, you know, have optimal, you know, stronger bone density and, um, and, you know, be able to move around better when you're, when you're older, there are ranges of motion that lifting weights put you through that you don't get running or, you know, doing aerobics or all these, all these other different things. They don't put you through range, uh, more specifically, they don't put you through, um, weighted ranges of motion right doing a squat puts you pulls you down into you know into the you know, flexion and a lot of your the lower body and it pulls you down into a squat um doing that with your body weight or well and good you're not going to get that from running but you are going to get a stretch and your body's going to be more mobile and more stronger through those ranges of motion so the for the people who say oh you know i don't want to be big and bulky and all that kind of stuff it's like some form of resistance training like oh fucking trust me i'm, I'm go to my youtube comments i'm still not i'm still not bulky it uh it takes a long time um but the biggest thing is that you're not if you, if you say these things are your goals then 
the, including some form of resistance training is important. I get some people don't like it. And there's a difference between, oh, look, I don't like, you know, weight training. There's fucking so many different types of resistance and weight training. Mm-hmm. You can do it more circuit-based. You can do, you know, uh, supersets. You can do fucking powerlifting style if you really want to, if you want to just get stronger. But um, you can do you know, single sets. You can do all sorts of different stuff. You can inter- intersperse it with cardio. Like there's ways to change it up. But what a lot of people actually don't like from my experience is like they just don't like the idea of gym culture because they, they have this idea in the head of like the early uh, late 90s early 2000s of just like bros in the gym oiled up with stringers and their nipples hanging out just you know, pumping out bicep curls like oh i don't want to be one of those muscle meathead dumbasses it's like all right well first of all fucking curb your judgment because they don't want to be a fat piece of shit so, you know, <laughs> don't throw stones if you live in a glass house yeah so make sure you are like if, if this is your goal if your goal is to be a healthier better version of yourself that involves some form of resistance training that involves some form of challenging your muscles as trav said each week you can challenge them a little bit more uh, in an easier way you don't you know, your your adaptation to that stimulus is growing more muscle which means more bone density which means you live longer which means you're stronger which means all of the beautiful wonderful better things you look better with your shirt off if that's a goal for you as well so um and above all else that is it increases your metabolic rate as well which means that when you finish you can eat a bit more food right and not gain more fat that's that's a great goal if everyone had you know 300 extra calories that they burned in a day doing nothing most people wouldn't actually gain weight in the first place because that tends to be how they'll gain weight is there's little increases in calories over time it's like a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more and then each week they gain you know 100 grams of fat 100 grams of fat and it fucking adds up so if you could burn an extra 300 calories by simply just having more muscle you could eat more you wouldn't put all the weight back on in the first place happy days you can drink an extra two beers and uh, two beers a day yay guess what all good just probably don't do that because it's, it's, it's bad i don't need to it's tell bad you why it's bad for you yeah, <laughs> exactly on, on now. now in saying that guys you have to lift weights. It helps you stay strong for the rest of your life. Okay. Because I tell you right now, I like I've, I've trained and do train people right now, still in their seventies. Okay. And they, they are both males and females and your overhead strength diminishes your ability to carry diminishes your ability to lunge diminishes, which is like, you know, coming down onto the ground. Now we don't just train for now, right? Cause there's a period, there's, there's a time in our life where we stop sprinting. There's a time in our life where we stop jumping. There's a time in our life where we stop lifting things. And as we, every time we stop doing things, one day we just don't do them anymore, right? Like when was the last time that you sprinted up a hill for a hundred meters? Like some people could have been a long time. When was the last time you did a box jump, like hip height, oh, long time. When was the last time you surfed? I don't know, maybe it was a long time. And like we stop doing things and we never do them again, which means that everything else becomes harder and harder and harder. So what your goal is, is to never stop doing things. <laughs> that is literally it. Like, med, like never stop surfing, right? Like never stop lifting weights, never stop running up a hill as fast as you can. That doesn't mean you'll always be able to run up that hill as fast as you could or lift as heavy as you can now or surf as big of waves as you did, right? But what it does mean is you're still going to keep the maximum potential for as long as you can muscle mass diminishes right it does you start losing more and more muscle mass guys as we age and your metabolism doesn't slow down guys and you know very very small amounts i think until about 50 to 60 um but testosterone does decrease slightly as it goes on so we want to be training we want to be maximizing testosterone we really do 
Okay. And how we do that, we do that with eating protein. We do that with sleeping well. We do that with lifting weights. Um, we do that. I'm not going <laughs> to having sex. There you go. You could do that as well. Uh, <laughs> enjoy. Um, so like there's, but you don't do that by sitting on your ass, watching Netflix with your laptop sitting on your nuts, um, not sleeping at nighttime, cooking them, sleeping at nighttime while eating a fucking double whopper with cheese. Right. That is uh, like complaining about how you don't want to go to the gym because uh, those guys are full of themselves. Right. Like, like that's not how you maximize testosterone. And then, so I think we just need to understand guys, you got to lift weights. We got to get it done. Right. And with the one thing I do want to say, if you're negative about gyms, like that's okay. Like you can be negative about gyms, like build your own home garage gym. A lot of our guys do, but you also have to ask yourself. And I, whenever I judge anything or judge anyone, um, I actually consciously write it down <laughs> like a lot of the times and I come back to it later. So I'm present in the current moment. And I'll come back to it later and I'll think about it. I was like, why was I judging that person? Was that a jealousy? Was it out of envy? Or was it like, why, why was I judging them? Um, mm. And the same thing you have to ask yourself. It's like, well, why am I caring? Uh, there's the whole book, like a um, subtle, art of, subtle art of not giving a fuck, right? Guys, there's only so many fucks to give in life. Stop giving a fuck about the wrong stuff and start giving a fuck about the right stuff, like your weight and your health and being a role model to your kids, right? That's the right stuff to care about. You know, not the wrong, the wrong stuff to care about is who's in the gym when you go and train because no one's looking at you. Everyone's too busy looking at themselves anyway. So no one actually cares what you lift, how you lift, what you look like. They're too very worried about themselves and what they look like. It, like it just is what it is. So stop focusing on that. Now, the next thing and number four guys, and the next one couple will sort of, you know, flow through a bit faster as well. <sighs> Set for the reason why you fail at long-term body transformation is you fold faster than a lawn chair when you hit an obstacle. All right. I think this is the, the reality, right? You fold faster than a lawn chair when you hit an obstacle because so many guys, they're great when things are going great. But when things aren't going great, they're like, they just, it's all or nothing, right? They're out, right? And they're like, oh, it's too hard right now. Or money's too tight. Or um, times are too tough. Or my kids, like, uh, the kids are tough. Or work's hard. Or my wife's doing this. So my wife's doing something. So I can't do it. It's like, you're looking for every excuse known to man, right? To give up. To then justify your poor behaviors. Because the reality is, changing life is hard, Right? Changing your life is super hard. If 30 kilos of weight and you're embarking on a journey right now, I tip my hat to you, okay? I tip my hat to you because you drew a line in the sand and you said, fuck this shit. I don't like where my life's heading. I'm going to change that. So congratulations if you've made the decision to change your life because making the decision is the first step. But also in that time, it's not going to be easy. There's going to be lots of obstacles. But I like to have a mantra, uh, which is obstacles make me stronger. Oms, right? Obstacles make me stronger. Obstacles make me stronger. Because every time you hit an obstacle, guys, if you can look at it as a, this, this obstacle is for me as a challenge for me to get over it like a hurdle to continue to finish the race. It's not a, it's not a wall that you cannot pass. It's simply a hurdle. Okay. 
So you go, how can I overcome this hurdle that is in front of me to get to the finish line for me to lose this weight? And all it could be is like, okay, I need to recalibrate what time I go to sleep and what time I wake up so I can train in the morning because I can't train in the night anymore. I need to um, change what I'm having for lunches or dinners because now I look after the kids four nights of the week because my wife is doing some university degree. Um, I need to, like, there's so many obstacles. I need to work 12-hour shifts right now. So how can I do it? I need to start doing, you know, 10 burpees on the hour every hour um, whilst I'm at work. I don't know. Like, you're going to find obstacles get creative to find solutions because obstacles make you stronger. Stop being fragile, right? Literally at the moment, you treat your goals with such fragility, okay? Like you're, you're heading towards something, it becomes hard, you become hard, you're fragile, and you just break, right? You're literally like China, right? That's how that's how, how strong you are. You're bang, broke, the okay, give up. Country. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're quite strong. <laughs> um, that's, that's, that's just it. Like it's, it, people want to achieve goals when it's convenient for them. Yeah. It's like nothing that's worth achieving is convenient. It's not a drive-through on your way home. There's no uh, quick fix, simple solution that just makes it easy. Um, and as Joe's saying, it's like I, we used to, when I used to teach um, train life coaches, what they would be like, oh, but what if, you know, what if I'm coaching someone or I'm talking to someone and then they've got this block that comes up? I'm like, perfect that block is the thing that you need to then fucking focus on. Stop trying to dig and delve through and find whatever the, this big esoteric problem is. And it's like, oh, if they've, if they've got an issue coming up and that's stopping them from progressing, awesome, let's focus and work on that. It's like if, you're, um, if you've got some you know, issues with flexibility or an injury or something, and it's like, all right, I'm going to stretch myself out. Oh, I've got this knot. You don't just say, oh, can't keep going. No, you get like a foam roller out, you get a ball, tennis ball, you work it out, you work out the knot till you can improve your range of motion and you do that week in, week out. The commitment to the end result, and I guess for a lot of us, right, the end result is the lifestyle, the actual change and the the embodiment of becoming that fit dad. For some guys, it might be a certain kilo target if you've got a bit to lose and that's all right as well. But that that end result, that has to be more important then all of the bullshit excuses along the way and all of the the little things, those little things that just are you know, little speed bumps along the way. But if you're not very committed to the end result, those speed bumps are like a fucking mountain because then you're, just, you're like, oh, I don't really care. I don't care that much to see what's on the other side of it. I don't care. All right, fine. I'll just fucking go back the way I came, go back down the muddy hill and, and sit in mud. Be be a fucking loser. And that's it. Like, that, that faded real quick, but you got what I'm going, you get what I'm getting at. But it's, mate, it's the truth, right? So I think like you become fragile, you give up. Our goal in life is to become anti-fragile, right? Every time we get hit, we become stronger. We take a punch, we come back stronger. We learn because when we when we fall, if we get back up and we don't fall for that same mistake again, we have become stronger. Ergo, we became anti anti-fragile right? That is our whole goal. Fragile, someone hits a mistake, they give up, they turn around, bang, done. I'll try my 10 week, 10 kilo next year. Anti-fragile, they fall on their face, they get up, they're like, oh, fuck, can't, that, that environment sucked. I'm not going to do that again. So they learn, they become stronger and they keep moving forward. And anything in life is worth, anything worthwhile in life is going to be hard, guys. Okay. So just remember, Number five, team, the six reasons you fail at long-term body transformation is you just didn't get accountability. You didn't put yourself in the right environment. You didn't have accountability to anyone to help you stay on track. And you didn't have proximity to anyone 
who also is doing what you want to do, right? It is so easy to lie to ourselves and justify shit. Oh, I'm just going to track this week because times are tough. Or, oh, yeah, I had bad sleep this week because little Jimmy has got the flu. So because he has the flu, I'm also not going to train. Like, we justify all these shitty excuses and we blame everyone else when it's ourselves. And if you talk to someone on a weekly basis, whether it be a mate, a coach, or anyone, and you had them um, keeping you accountable to the new standards that you were setting for your life, then they'll call you out on your bullshit. Remember, guys, as coaches, we don't want to be the friend that you want. We're going to be the friend that you need. We will call you out on your shit, okay? And the same is you need to be accountable to someone who's going to call you out on your shit and say, no, man, like, that's not good enough. You said you were going to do this. You need to do what you said you were going to do because that is self-integrity. That is self-respect. And we're not only changing our life, we're changing our identity, which is someone who is increases our self-belief. So stop with the bullshit. Let's set our goals for next week and you fucking hit it no matter what. And I think that is the type of accountability that you need from someone to actually change your life, not just your waistline. I think there's a listen, change your life, not your waistline. That's a new tagline, Jace. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll trademark that one. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just it. Like you have to have people in your life that are going to hold you to account to the goals that you say, because it's really easy to give up on goals. And it's really easy to just let them go. If no one knows about them, they're these mm. super secret little goals. No one knows I failed because no one knows that I was setting the goal in the first place. So you've got to make it known. You've got to have people in your life that will, you know, know when to give you some tough love, know when to give you um, a pump up and know when, you know, to give you a bit of a hype and just say, Hey, Noah, come on, man, this is what you've got. Like, we all have low times. Like we have plenty of guys that jump on the program like, oh, you know, it's a bit hard. It's like, oh yeah, no shit, it's got to be hard. But do you want the fucking result or not? Do you want to be the best version of yourself for your kids or not? It's like, yeah, actually, no, you know what? Yeah, this is important to me. This is, you know, th there's obviously a reason why I'm doing this. Um, get me back, you know, get me back in the ring, coach. And that's, you need someone who's going to be your, uh, your fuck, I look, I'm, I'm young. I haven't seen all the Rockies, whoever Rockies coaches uh, to get him back in the ring. You need one of those guys. You need a Rockies coach. I'm probably going to get fucking blasted. <laughs> I need to play the Rocky music. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. You got to run up the stairs and drink, drink raw eggs and punch meat. Yeah, that's uh, all you got to do. Not that kind of meat, the, the butcher, butcher's <laughs> meat. Butcher meat. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, guys, you need to have accountability. And I think the reason why, just before, we don't want accountability is because then we know we have undertaken a goal and we have a fear of failure in life. When in the reality, guys, again, we talked about this before, stop giving a fuck about the wrong stuff, start giving a fuck about the right stuff and get on your bandwagon to change your life because that's what you need to do. So if you, if you screw up and people know you screwed up, awesome. It means you just have to, you have forced accountability to go again, which is awesome as well, which means you're going to get back on the horse and keep going. Number six, and the lucky last reason why you failed to keep weight off long-term is you tried to exercise for 90 minutes a week, but then you sat on your ass for the other 166 hours. Okay. Guys, you can't out exercise a sedentary lifestyle. You just can't do it. So when you look at your total daily calorie, uh, total daily energy expenditure, right? You burn a certain amount of calories on a daily basis. You got your basal metabolic rate, which is like 65% of your calories or 60%. You got your thermic effect of food, which is about 10%, which is the calories you burn through digestion that burns a certain amount of calories. Then you have a couple of other things, right? You have 
your neat activity, which is like your fidgeting, plus we're going to lump in our steps, like incidental exercise in there, that can be between 5 to 15%. And then we have our exercise activity uh, thermogenesis, which is about 4 to 6% of your daily. If you train each day, it's like 4 to 6%. So if you look at this, guys, if you sit on your ass all day and then go to the gym for 30 minutes, like three times a week, it's like, oh, I'm training to lose weight. And you sat on your ass all day, you're actually affecting one to 2% of your total daily calorie um, burning of the whole week, right? So that's not going to change your life. If you want to do one thing, focus on your steps, right? That's not going to preserve muscle mass. But focus on your steps because that has a much larger variance of your total daily calorie expenditure. You're going to more, burn more calories by going and doing 12,000 steps in a day than going to do 30 minutes of weight training. You just are. So when we have to understand this, guys, you can't act out exercise a sedentary lifestyle. You have to be have a holistic viewpoint on this. Eat more protein. Eat less calories. Get your steps in. Do some weight training. Like It has to be holistic because the math doesn't math unless you do it all. Okay. You're always going to be lopsided and uh, you know, it's the wheel of life, but for your health and fitness, I guess. Um, yeah. Jace, what do you reckon? Well, I think it, it, above and beyond that it's on the weekends. What kind of dad do you want to be? Do you want to be mm. like, a lot of guys come to us? Cause they're like, I don't want to be a sideline dad. I don't want to be the one who's just like, you know, watching and can't participate. And the kids are, you know, I'm just the dad, you know, you know, the dad who's always the, just the king of the pack and just kicks the footy and just waits for the kids to kick the footy back to him. And then he, trundles over and oh i guess i'll go pick up the ball all right it's like no you don't want to be that dad not if you listen to this podcast you want to be the dad that's involved and running around and being active and it's like it's not necessarily about looking at oh i've just you know just i need to do my steps and doing those things don't count go fucking play sports with your kids run around with them have fun with them that's the kind of stuff you know we've talked about this before that's how kids fell love t-i-m-e spend time with your kids having fun giving them your presence and at the same time guess what you become a more active person so it's the person who says yes to you know going on the walk with your partner um instead of sitting on the couch and watching tv or um you know going yes going to the park and playing with your kids rather than sitting down and playing on the switch or whatever it might be like you you have to be yeah you have to be willing just to be a more active person and do more active things your weekend activities might consist of going for a hike as opposed to going to the movies like it all it, it obviously there's balance and it's not like all of a sudden you just become someone who can't fucking sit down but those elements um will translate into you being a happier and healthier dad uh and also as a side effect probably help you lose a bit of extra body fat as well um by changing your lifestyle as opposed to just focusing on, all right, I did my training session. Now I'm good for the, for the month. No, you're not. <laughs> Very, true. Very true. Now guys, that's all we got for you today. That's the six there's, reasons. There's your six reasons. Which that's one do you six want to identify with most? Comment below. Yeah. <laughs> no, but guys, at the end of the day, that's the reality. You know, there is, there, they are the six main reasons. You either try to, you know, exercise for 90 minutes and try to out exercise a sedentary lifestyle you didn't have accountability and you just didn't change your life because you justified shit to yourself um you folded like a lawn chair whenever you hit an obstacle you didn't lift weights and you grew a vagina um you tried to do a challenge or had a challenged based mindset with a start and finish line for your new behaviors or you were just trying to follow a fad diet that wasn't sustainable long-term and you actually had to just increase your nutrition IQ. So let's scrap these six ideas 
and reverse them and do the opposite. And you'll have long-term sustainable fat loss, weight loss, lean muscle gain, and fitness. Guys, if you want help with this, go to fit-dad.club and you can jump on a call with us where we'll close the gap between where you are, where you want to be, and the roadmap to get you to success. Um, if you want to follow us, go to Instagram, go to YouTube, go to anywhere, leave a review, comment below, um, send Jason well wishes for his saw back um and um guys that's it for another week if you want us to do an episode on something specific let us know as well because that's what we're here for to help you become a fit dad awesome take care peace out see you guys